The time has come to get ready for the 2022 World Cup. And what better way to prepare than by revisiting the World Cup's most amazing goals? I'm Brian Phillips. I'm making a podcast about the history of the Men's World Cup, told through the stories of 22 iconic goals. The show's called 22 Goals. It's out now on the Ringer Podcast Network, and we're having so much fun. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Welcome to the world's number one sports and recreation podcast. It's called Cheap Heat on the Ring of Wrestling show feed. I am your forever and ever and ever and ever and ever 24-7 champion, the major one Peter Rosenberg, joining from New York City in Philadelphia, just a 90 minutes south of me or so. Just a stone's it, throw. Stone's throw. Harlem's own. It's Harlem by way of Philadelphia. The That's physically exactly large. Right. Stack guy, Greg. What's going on, P? How you doing? We will be joined by Dipperstein at some point. Don't know when that point is, but he says he will jump on shortly. Um, it's getting real, Dip is getting real Hollywood with the pod. I, I, I got to oh say. You know, I got to tell you, though, here's why I'm not going to complain this pencil, week. Pencil this. Pencils of this this week. He got here, penciled in this week. Yeah, you know, we get penciled in. But here's the thing. Here's why I'm not going to complain about Dip this week. Saw him this weekend in L.A. All right. We were able to take in the MJF championship win together, which was a great time. And beyond that, he hung out with me and Natalie for basically an entire day and night. And not only was it incredible to get that much time from him, yeah. I don't I don't think he ever sighed once. Also, Dip is good with you through Hanukkah, at least. Yeah, to go a full day with no yeah, sighs. Through Hanukkah, for sure. That was, I was like, he didn't complain. He didn't get overly antsy. Uh, we need to go. Where are we going? What's next? Uh, he really, he he was, he had a good time. He, he had, we had a lot of fun. Um, so I, I'm not going to complain this week, but Hollywood Dip is living up to the moniker. You know how he does. Now, SGG, for outside the ring news, I feel like we have to address what's more than an elephant in the room. Oh, my God. This is this is a, a family of elephants. Is what this so here's, is. It's a fa- All right. So here's the deal. Uh, we obviously made a really big deal about the shirts last week. I'm not going to sit here and uh, <laughs> claim it to be any other way. Okay, we made a very big deal about the shirts and the shirt design dropped. And we were all very excited. If if you saw the design, you know that the hype, the hype was real. Like, let's be honest. It was it was real. It was worth the hype. And they were going like hotcakes. And then you told me a number that that I was like, wow. No, we did good the first day. The first did, day number you told me was was wow. Yeah, well, then when I saw the designs, when I saw the tweets and and texts and messages later from people who hadn't yet gotten it, 
yeah, how, I felt wow, bad. A lot of people didn't get it. Well, don't worry. No one's getting it. Um, because the other day, I received a phone call that sounded like this. Take down the shirts. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on here? Why? And they just said, trust me. Take down the so i was like okay i guess that's what we're doing and that is why there is no shirt um yeah it, now, it, it was called to my attention that it's just not gonna play so now, now the good news for uh peter rosenberg supporters mm -hmm. is that uh the link in our bios is still up and if you want to get some real late merch you can do oh, that SGG. the link Psh in the you know what? there's some hats there's some shirts it's a great um, point by you loved album yep so um, and by the way if you're hip hop only, head or peter rosenberg supporter the link is still up in the bio and not only is is it there sg but if you go to the uh real late merch page the same link that's in our bio on friday on black friday all the real late stuff is going on sale so we're taking uh like five and ten dollars off all the items that are in there. And by the way, I'm not going to even lie to you guys. I'm not even going to hold you. The Real Late album shirts and the Real Late hat is fire. They're all, it's all great quality merch. So, um, so if you want to support Rosenberg right now, you can buy the shirts at, and hats at full price. Because we love you, we're letting you know that you can also support him and support yourself with a little discount on Black Friday. But the link in the bio is still baby. Come on, baby. You know you want to buy that Real Late shirt, baby. Come on. That's right. Okay. Get in there and buy that shirt. We know you wanted the other shirt, but this shirt just is good. Go get it, baby. <laughs> it is. It's the same company. So the, the comfort is <laughs> going to be there. The quality is going to be there. Right, well, the so design on, but, just will not but, be but there. Let's, but hold on. Let, let me, let's get to what really matters here. And I hope Jonathan Bartlett is listening and anyone else out there who's a designer who loves the show is listening. Here's the bottom line. We know what we loved about the feel of the last shirt, about it, what it represented. The whole cheap heat family, the bagels, you know, the Jewish kibitzing, the Jew world order, all of that was in there. We now just need someone to get super creative and come up with an original design that we love just as much. That's that's just what has to happen, SGG. So, yes, I'm disappointed. Um, Absolutely. And I know other people will be as well. But I think in the end, what will be will be what was meant to be. And we will yeah. get to a gorgeous new cheap heat garment do you agree i do agree and and very well said by the way thank you thank you i was preparing the statement all week because i know people are hot <laughs> so listen honestly though the great thing about this show and the cheap heat universe is that i actually feel like everybody knows us so well that the second i say like hey yeah we had to take them down i just know everyone's be like oh rosenberg whatever you got to do because right. Everyone here is such a great supporter and appreciates all of my endeavors, and I always appreciate everyone for that. So something will be coming, I promise. And maybe maybe we'll hook up another something this year. We're like at 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 our heat and greet. You know, remember we did the heat and greet that one year for Mania and gave out shirts? And socks, too. Remember we gave out some socks? Yeah, so maybe this year at Mania we'll do an, a new design and it'll be a giveaway to everyone who comes to the heat and greet. I think that would be really cool. So yeah. don't worry, Cheap Heat Universe. You will be taken care of. SUG, um, anything else outside the ring that's going on? Honestly, that was the biggest news from outside the ring. Let's be honest. Wow, that, really? That was, the, that was the news that we know our listeners wanted, too. Because I, I like you, got some messages. Wear the shirts. You know, the link. The, some people thought the link was broken. Some people thought that the shirts were sold out. And and you know, with like you said, with as much as we hyped it up last week, we had to give the listeners an answer. And you know, this is their answer. They have it now. <sighs> Anyways, here so we got an answer. And by the way, I'm sure as the show goes on, SGG will remember there was other news that he forgot. But we'll look forward to that whenever it happens. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll sprinkle it in. We'll sprinkle it in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh obviously we want to jump into a Survivor Series War Games preview, and we'll do that in a minute. But SGG first big takeaway from the week of television. I guess we got to start off by showing love to our boy, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. That's right. He called his shot 
I mean, like we said last week, it was it was really a spoiler. Um, he said it was going to do it. Yep. And it got done. He is now the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, Moxley can go on that vacation now. But if he comes, if he decides that he wants to stick around for a rematch or anything like that, it's just going to be more of the same. Let's be honest. I mean, my craziest takeaway from that match was that Moxley needs to go on vacation. <laughs> he, SGG, he's being booed and rooted against. And like, I'm sorry, that's not what his character has been designed to be at this point. No. People are like, nah, we want Max. No matter how bad he is, we want Max. By the way, I thought the regal turn was mm-hmm. chef's kiss. Beautiful piece of booking right there. I Listen, we give AEW a hard time a lot. I'll give them all the props in the world when I like something. That was something I didn't expect, and I dug it. Well, we got we we've said this before too, and I don't I, I I give Max all the credit in the world, right? Because he's the guy who all of his stories have been compelling since day one with AEW, whether it was the Jericho feud, the Darby stuff, the CM Punk stuff. So them slapping the championship on him right now is the right move because he's gonna bring it on the mic. He's gonna bring the story to bring in the new fans. He's gonna take that belt to new heights. Like he said he will. And like you said, that that regal turn, that little wrinkle in the story of where he's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah, that that was that was something. But like I gotta tell you, I'm a little surprised by where I gotta tell you, I'm a little surprised by where John Moxley is. Just a bit. And it you now look back and you go, I mean, listen, I I like Mox. I do. And I told you guys what Remember when he first cut his first big promo on AEW? I was like, yo, SGG, this is the best version we've ever seen. Yeah, I do remember that. I, I felt really strongly about that. In the end, though, over the last couple of years, he's ended up sort of shaking out to around the same way I thought of him in WWE, which is solid hand, you know, an interesting character, obviously really good not the number one player on a roster. Like I, I, that's just, I'm sorry. Like that's, that, that's how I, I know that whatever. It, I, it's not how it, I see this it. This is how, this is how you talk about Mox after the 10 year anniversary of the Shields debut. Well, it's not how I talk about Roman or Seth. That's true. Two out of three, ain't bad. <laughs> no, listen, he's great. He's had a great career. Like as we celebrate 10 years of the Shield, damn, they all really made their mark and he went out there and got paid. But when asked to, be the guy, his character, in my opinion, is not multidimensional. That that is to me where yeah. it's problematic. And like And it felt like he checked out a little bit too going into this match. And some people might even say during the match. Really? People thought during the match he checked out? I thought he was pretty good during the match. Yeah, I feel like I think even Jim Cornette might have said that, you know, he he looked sort of checked out during the match. Um and I know before the match, it was like a when MJF saved him, there's video you can see of, of Mox just looking disinterested during the beatdown right before MJF comes out mm. to save him last Wednesday. So I know, like you said, maybe he just needs this, va- this vacation because even though he, he sort of did shake out to be the same guy mm-hmm. and all due respect. He, with all due respect, he, he is a guy that you can um you can put the title on and get something interesting. So he's going to give you something compelling. Now is it going to be Roman level best in the world makes the championship feel like the most important thing compelling? Not always. It can be, not always. It certainly wasn't towards the end of this, but he he absolutely is dependable guy um in terms of bringing it on the mic, bringing the action in the ring. And making the championship feel not as important as some of the other championships in wrestling, but not like it's a total waste. You know, not like no. it belongs in a trash can. Agreed. Agreed. And you know what? Now we are truly in the MJF world, and we will get a look at what MJF is capable of because at just 26 years old, he is the man. And he really is the man because at this point, 
it's hard to know who could even be his real viable competitor on in terms of popularity and and notoriety. Um, even though those are two different things, you get the idea. If John Moxley's out of the picture, and I don't think they'll do much more there, CM Punk is out of the picture. Kenny Omega could make sense. Keep him keep him also out of the picture. <laughs> We know how you feel, but I'm saying in terms of a name who they see as someone who'd be capable, I think Kenny's would be, at least wrestling-wise, he'd be there. You well, may not love the, the character. Even though even though MJF is 26, is it now his time to also be in that role of of sort of making other people feel like like they're that important? Like, could it be a name completely out of left field that he takes in and elevates with a championship run, whether he loses it to them or not, then they automatically feel important in the in the aftermath of that, right? Because like you think about um, John Cena and his first year that championship run, even though it felt long as hell, by the end of it, he feuded with Edge, and Edge was never the same again. Edge was like automatically on that top level. You think about Roman when he first got the Universal Championship that he's still holding to this day. Mm-hmm. His first feud was Jay Uso, main event Jay Uso, and now everybody's checking for Jay Uso and what he's True. doing. Another True. name completely out of left field. True. Is the name for MJF a name that hasn't been at that level yet? Somebody that we will not even see coming. Well, that that and that's where I'm saying it it becomes about MJF. Because Jay Uso's emergence, yeah, it had something to do with Jay Uso, but it had a lot to do with Roman Reigns. Yeah. And, and Roman being the man. Whoever MJF can get to that next place. You know, like that will say a lot about MJF and what he's capable of down the line. So I'm excited. Congratulations to Max. Obviously deserves the hell out of it. He's been the most interesting part of that show since it started. Yeah. And uh, now he'll get his chance to run with the title. Have the ball in his hands, so to speak. So SGG, um, what else in the ring in WWE this week? What else uh, jumped out to you? We finally got the table set for that War Games match, the men's mm. War Games match. It was mm-hmm. it was made official that it would be the Brawling Brutes and Drew McIntyre against the Bloodline, and there was a mystery about who would the fifth man be. Turns out it was Kevin Owens, who we haven't seen for a while. There was some speculation that he was injured. Um, I believe it, it might have even been reported and confirmed that he was injured for a little while, but he's back, and he's war-ready. He is the fifth man. Um, and that, that I'm excited about because again, we said this last week, no matter who the fifth man was, the match was going to bang. And this is a guy who has been in war games and Kaz tweeted this and it couldn't have been more true. There was a lot of backstory in that ring between Sheamus and Drew and Roman and the Usos and KO and Sammy, right? Like KO won his first NXT title. Off of Sammy. He turned on Sammy his first night in NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, they reunited and broke up many times. Roman has beaten Drew and, and KO for the Universal Championship. Sheamus cashed in his money in the bank on Roman at Survivor Series a few years ago to take the WWE title off him. There's a lot of history and backstory converging in this one match. Um so I think it's gonna it's gonna be really good with all that history and and the fact that these guys know each other and we've seen the matches so they know we know that they have good chemistry in all the different combinations that they can they can put together. Yeah, I'm very excited about this match. I think it's obviously no brainer the match of the night in terms of what you're looking forward to for Survivor Series War Games. But we'll get into the rest of the card in a moment. Uh, SGG, what else jumped out at you? From the week that was. Austin Theory is back. Um, he we, we thought that that failed cash-in uh, meant some gloom and doom. I know wrestling fans have, a, myself included, have a tendency to catastrophize when something seems to go awry. But they, they sort of freed him from the shackles of the briefcase, which, you know, in a lot of years, it's been looked at as an opportunity and as something that elevates somebody with a successful cash-in. But he, more than anybody who has failed to cash-in, looks like a person who's going to be elevated 
via an unsuccessful cash-in, mm-hmm. which it, it seems shocking to say, especially because the turnaround was literally seven, seven days. It was just one episode of Monday Night Raw to the other. And this new Austin Theory is, he he has it. Well, and we'll get to Austin Theory in a moment too, because he obviously has a big match uh, at Survivor Series War Games. Uh, did you have Bray Wyatt's first feud being with LA Knight on your bingo card for 2022? I, I did not. I did not. It's a huge vote of confidence for LA Knight though, right? Like, I mean, the ultimate. He's the, the ultimate. First, yeah. The ultimate confidence. Yeah, he's the first feud for Bray. And, but I do have to say, even though I didn't see it coming, I have been entertained by it. That second, that first slap, and then the second slap on Friday, before he tried to dash out the building, I, I thought it was hilarious. No disrespect, Bray. No disrespect mm-hmm. at all, Mister Bray Wyatt, Sir Uncle Howdy, the whole the whole Wyatt family. Um, but I thought that was hilarious when he slapped them. I got a question for you. If I'm filling out a document and it says I need to list all of the businesses in which I or any member of my family or household has a direct or indirect financial interest in, does that include the places that I work or is that only investments? You ha- I think it's not the four places you work because you don't have a financial interest in the places you work. They have a financial interest in you, right? Well, I don't know. Like That's what I'm saying. Is salary considered a financial interest? Like, m- in other words, me doing something for one of the companies I work for does not affect my bottom line. <laughs> right. I, I, can, I could try to help the companies I work for to be a team player. But I'm not going to make more money because of that. Whereas if I was a shareholder, I would be. Right? Right. Right. Because I'm sure that same form also asks you to list like places you've been employed and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, very confusing stuff. I'm glad you could help me. Glad I have a lawyer on the line. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I could help out this week when so, I should have been helping out last week. So overall, are you you're good? You're good with the LA night situation for now, for now, because I've been sports entertained by it so far. And I think, I think it has a potential to continue to be entertaining, but I'm putting it in, in the, in the wait and see category. And listen, that's all anyone's looking for, right? Is to be sports entertained. That's it. Five, five plus hours out of the week. That's all you want. We know that, SUG. You feel very strongly about that. Sports entertain me, please. Yes, exactly. Speaking of sports entertainment, hey, can you believe it? Omos beat someone who you've heard of. (laughs) Handily, too, I got to say. like There was some offense from Johnny Gargano. It wasn't a complete squash, but at at no point did I think that uh, Omos was going to be in any threat of, of losing that match. And I'll tell you what. That specifically, like that had been on my mind recently. This weekend, I had a conversation about it. I was like, when is, I said to Dip, I'm like, how long could Omos beat up literally enhancement talent and then lose every real match? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I just don't see how long you can do that for. And like, I, I don't want them to move on with the, from the guy. I think he could, I think he could be an attraction for a long time. I'm sure he needs to keep developing, but like he you gotta get some wins that aren't just against um Joe Bears. Joe Bears. People who physically look like my man. What was my man's name? My <laughs> man. One? My man who used to run around with Carmella. Oh, James Ellsworth. He, James Ellsworth. You can't just look, you can't just beat up James Ellsworth. <laughs> you know? You gotta I don't know if we're supposed to mention James Ellsworth anymore. Is he a I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I haven't been following him since he left. So <laughs> okay, he could be, a, I mean, could be a great guy. He could be a bad guy. I don't know. We don't know. Um, but either way, you, on a serious note, you, you got to, if you want this character to develop further and have him potentially have a meaningful match, how could he go into a meaningful match after losing to Lashley when it mattered and then losing to Braun when it matters? Yeah. The guy's got to get one. I mean, the great Kali won the championship, for God's sake. And, and the great Kali at his best 
was way worse as a wrestler than Omos. <laughs> it, easily. And the Great Khali has some names that he defeated. So he beat The Undertaker, oh. Batista, yeah. I think Rey Mysterio. Everybody. Like, he beat, yo, he beat everybody. Did Khali ever pin John Cena? I'm, I think I want to say he has, but let's find out. Did. Let's see who finds out first. Did the Great Khali. Oh, that's that's not cool. When you type in "Did the Great Kali," it says "passed away." Oh first of my all, God! First of all, that's not even English. That's not even how you would say. It. <laughs> you it, that? Why would you go past that? Second of all, come on, he's doing just fine. That that's did, nice though. That people are, are they, they want to know. Did the Great Kali beat John Cena? Is the question. Kali's crown and glory in the ring was a match against Cena at One Night Stand 07. The match began with Kali dominating. Cena attempted to duck and move using his quickness to beat the big man, but Kali blocked the kick and knocked Cena down with ease. One night, did he pin John Cena? Was the That's question? The thing, did he win? Kali gets up on his shoulder, but Kali fights it off. Cena, blah, blah blah. For some reason, there's a giant crane on the stage. Kali flings Cena onto the base of the crane with a shattering thud. Kali's back in control, but then Cena rakes Kali's eyes. Cena finally performs the FU, throwing Kali off the stage and out of sight of the crowd. Cena crawls down onto the floor of the suite, pins the giant, and gets the three count, retaining his WWE championship. Womp womp for the great Kali. Now, I do have to say, according to ProFightDB.com, the great Kali and John Cena faced... Many times in 2007 uh, on TV and at health shows, one-on-one. Um, -on -one. And at a Saturday night's main event taping, the great Kali did, in fact, uh, pin John Cena. Yeah, I thought. May I, 28th, 2007. By the way, not even kidding. In my mind, I was picturing a Saturday night's main event. There was a, <laughs> I think, wait, what was the date? May 28th, 2007. I bet it was right before One Night Stand. Let's see. It was. The One Night Stand was at June 3rd. Yep. So it was the week before on Saturday night's main event. They gave him the win over Cena to make you go, uh-oh. I think he stepped on him for the pin. <laughs> let's, let's see if I can find the picture. I, I think, the, anyways, you guys get the idea, okay? There, there have been big men before who were much less talented and agile than Omos, who got notable wins. So can let's get the guy into some story that he can win. Although I did like the idea of the Miz getting him out there. That was cool. That was there was something there. The Miz, the Miz, though, I mean, as much as he ran away from Dexter Loomis and we saw him cower throughout this feud, he is a brave man. A Go brave, ahead. brave man. Because let us not forget that The Miz was the Money in the Bank holder uh, a few years ago, cashed in his briefcase on Drew, who was beat down by Bobby Lashley because The Miz made a deal with MVP. And then he spent two weeks running from MVP and Bobby Lashley, only to now fast forward to make another deal with MVP. After that whole ordeal, brave man, brave, brave man. I wouldn't even be crossing paths with MVP, let alone shaking his hand and making another deal to beat up somebody else on my behalf. Yeah, I, I fear you. He's he's actually, for a total coward, he's actually pretty brave when you think about <laughs> because it. Because why? To do that again? To do to do, to make that same deal with the same man again? Come on. Nah. Um, all right. So we, um, let's jump in. I'm, I'm texting Dip right now. Yo, you coming on? <laughs> I mean, it's Thanksgiving week. Don't agents, like, just take the, the week? Yeah, I mean, you should. I mean, you're Brian Dipperstein. You're allegedly the agent of the world champion. <laughs> right. It's, spec it's speculation. This is some, some, it's some serious that, speculation. It's speculated that, speculated and discussed, including lots of evidence based on language being used, that you have a very close association. <laughs> And photos with other clients of yours with said person that <laughs> yeah. you represent the champion of the world. So, I mean, you just tell people, nah, it's Thanksgiving. He says he'll be with us in a minute. 
Now, is that a 60-second minute? Is that a Hollywood minute? Is that a New York minute? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, our SUG, we need to do it. Um, first of all, I want everyone to know after that chili conversation we had last week, I ordered the Hard Times chili flavors, and they're here. I have them. I'm excited. Ooh. Got them. How fast did they arrive? I mean, listen, I ordered them that day or the next day, and they came to me. They were here when I got home from my trip to L.A. And shout out to the good folks at Canon who brought me out for ComplexCon. I really, really enjoyed uh, my time out there. Had a great time. Ran into a great cheap heat fan or two. Um, it was a really, really cool weekend in general. This camera so, that you're using is a Canon camera, right? How'd you know that? I feel like, I feel like if it was anything else, like oh, for no. example, I'm not using a Canon camera. Hold and on, I don't think I'm coming in in the, in the high quality... HD beautiful lighting that we're getting it from you right now. It's it's you're perfectly in focus. Everything that we need to see, we're getting the visuals. Everything that we don't need is kind of in the background. If, we can kind of make it out. Listen, SUG. If I knew any better, I would think this was you find trying your best to schnur your way into <laughs> a Canon camera. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I was I was told schnur that that away, might, my brother. Schnur I was, away. <laughs> I'll I was try. told that that might not be necessary, uh, but I have to say. It is crispy. It, it is, is crispy. No, no. It I is look crispy. great. There's no denying that. And and by the way, sound great on this Rode microphone. Oh, hey, Natalie. Oh, she hung up. That was rude. <laughs> you do you do sound great on this Rode microphone. Don't you're, I? You're, coming, you're coming through in, in crisp. You don't want to be on cheap heat? Mm -mm. Oh. No, thank you. Well, no, thank you. No. Okay. No. Well, we, lo today. we love you. Goodbye. Well, hi, hi and bye, Natalie. I guess. Hi, SGG. Uh, did you guys, uh, what's going on with the merch? It's, oh. it's, it's been discussed. Oh, <laughs> man, I love it so much. All right. I, I know, I know. Okay, bye, honey. Bye. That crisp, clear audio, was that you coming hear that? through your, your Rode mic, or was that the Rodecaster Pro 2 oh. that you have? I'm so glad you asked, SUG. It's actually coming through the Roadcaster Pro 2 wow. that I'm using. Now that that's a feature that they don't you don't get on most boards, right? You can call and it comes through in crisp, clear audio. I was no, able I mean, to listen, hear it. That, that's that's the only the that's not even the half. I'm scratching the surface. It doesn't matter what your name is. All kinds of sound pads here. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Why do I feel like we're still on the tip of the iceberg with all the mage things that the Roadcaster Pro 2 can do? Me? <laughs> we need to use that ha-ha from Vince McMahon more often. <laughs> this is where the big boys play, huh? If you actually think... It's been a long time. Think, <laughs> yeah, it was right like two years. At the right place, at the, wrong, at the right time. Let me say it one more time <laughs> so you completely understand, McMahon. If you actually believe in your mind, if you actually think that I was just the right guy <laughs> at the right place at the right time, well, then... <laughs> I, it's, it's literally... It's unbelievable. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what else do I have here? That's what happened when you try to, try to script the legend like Hogan. I can't do it. Can't do it. Jabroni Championship. That's a throwback too. Oh yeah, that used to be big on this show. Championship. I have to say it was all dip. I mean, who pointed out one day, you know, she never finishes the word championship. And I was like, <laughs> Lillian doesn't say the P. She said, no, there's no P. Championship. But I'll tell you what, you know what you know what other drop we need in here? I got to add a, a friggin' if we're going to tease Lillian, who's awesome, by the way, if we're going to tease Lillian, we also need to tease Justin Roberts for we, we, <laughs> I need the it's not even like it sounds like legit constipation. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. SGG, real quick, before we jump into the Survivor uh, Series War Games prediction period of the program, um, what are what are your Thanksgiving food plans? What is What does SGG, the physically large, consume when it comes to Turkey Day? I, I'm eating everything, man. Like, there's mac and cheese stuffing, candied yams, turkey, ham. Um, first, and, and that's after we do Thanksgiving with Crystal's family where there's going to be some some Italian dishes on on deck as well. Some some pasta, some red sauce. I'm, I'm looking forward to all of it, though. I really am. Oh, you know what you're making me think? Ain't this what I've been waiting for? times like this to dine like this so i had to cook like that serve wine like this and i had to work hard on mom's apple crisp and i went to the store to buy cheese puffs and grits see my mom comes up and my dad does too asked my girl to marry me and she said yeah i do i want turkey but i want it with some good ah shoe oh rocky troy's probably so confused said i chew yeah doggy sneeze fair please don't eat all the cheese no using cream i like my mashed potatoes extra clean mom's cooking started a little hungry so i'm glad she started they love it when i host but they hate it when i start farting my nephew eat it regardless my girl cook like an artist football's on the tv getting soda from the garage in ready to eat but my brother's chewing there best part's coming up when mama wants some holler she told me get it i got it got it one year i did it without an oven, oven. i cooked turkey in the fryer, fryer. no cap it caught on fire up in the drinks, no one Thanksgiving's flyer. When I made the stuffing, they thought it was greasy. Then I served the vegan one. Grandma, rest in peace. Grandma, rest in peace. Left my niece in the parking spot. Car so full of food, I couldn't get it out the parking lot. You don't want no canned cranberry? Well, what you talking about? Mom cooks in silence, but Dad, he likes to talk a lot. Bear don't say a word. Uh-huh. Bear don't say a word unless somebody rings the bell and then that doggy gets absurd. Hold up, wait a minute. All right, all right, that's enough. No, but, the best part. You cut it off at the uh, best that's, part. That's for me. My favorite part is uh, my favorite part is I did it without an oven, and uh, someone rings the bell, and the doggy gets absurd. I've been actually, a, I've been a victim of the other side of the bell because you've been there for <laughs> it. Dips heard it a million times, and those are real bear barks. Those are authentic bear barks in the song. And with that, my favorite I think part for, is the. Messed around and choked. <laughs> um, he messed around and choked about my brother. By the way, uh, we're going to put up the video on YouTube later today or tomorrow. So you can look for that or uh, just follow Hot 97. They post these if you want to hear all the years of them. And uh, with that, we welcome in Hollywood super agent and alleged alleged representation of an unknown world champion, the Brian Dipperston. Uh, Brian? Yes, Peter? Hey, hey, it's uh, Peter and Greg. Hi, I know you guys. You're yeah. wrestling podcasters. That's right. We are. We're famed wrestling podcasters. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm in the war games they call uh, Hollywood oh, uh, today. Yeah. And the real war games. I'm doing my best to uh, to to um, gather with the chief of the universe uh, pre-Thanksgiving. So here we are. This is what you get today. Um, this is the different thing you get. Uh, by I'm the way, doing my I, very best. I would like to say there are some changes coming to the Ringer Wrestling Show feed. I can't get specific about what they are, but you'll know very soon. Sorry to be cryptic. And I will just say this. I believe those changes will allow for more Dipperstein in everyone's life. Would you agree with that? I would say yes. I would say that's accurate. Um, shorter bursts of Dipperstein, <laughs> but more <laughs> Dipperstein nonetheless. But more Dipperstein. You're going to get bursts. more. 
Yeah, a lot of Dipperstein. Let's, as much Dipperstein as you'd like. <laughs> Believe me, as much as you could possibly handle. By the way, I want you to know, I, I gave you credit. <laughs> I gave you credit earlier for no size on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm I was seemingly uh, in a non-sighing place this weekend. <laughs> so um, nothing makes me more at ease than watching uh, my client Peter Rosenberg succeed. Thank you. Um, and be his best self. Thank so you. So when I see that happening, there's no reason to sign. Wow. Wow, that is very sweet. Um, okay, let's get into the uh, let's get into the lineup. Uh, we will start out with the women's war game match, which will see Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia Yim. Did Mia Yim's name change? Mi Chin. That's official. That is official. Um, Carl Anderson called her that last week. Right, we heard, I heard that last week, but they actually changed her name officially. Yeah. Yep, oh. as of yesterday. Okay, so Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Meechin, and TBD versus Damage Control, which of course is Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky, Nikki Cross, and Miss Rhea Ripley. Um, to and I think me, we got to point out too, right? Go now ahead. Before we start, that uh, yesterday there was a, a match for the War Games Advantage, and Damage Control, Rhea Ripley, and who is their fifth person? Oh, Nikki, um, Nikki Cross. Cross won the advantage. And SGG, that means what? Explain that, to the people. Well, as people know, War Games starts out with two people in the ring, and sure then the teams alternate by sending mm. a member of their You're team kidding. in. Mm -hmm. So, so the damage control will be the first to send a member of their team in, and that just means that until the end of the match, when all members of all teams are in. Damage control will have a numbers advantage. So, well, but you you don't have a numbers advantage constantly, but you all you have it repeatedly. Yeah, you have it repeatedly. Right, so you it'll keep even, getting it'll, it. It'll even up, and then your member will come in to break the and give you the numbers advantage. Um, and I uh, guys, to me, I don't see. Uh, listen, I, I don't I don't know who the TBD is going to be. Does it, what's the? It's going to be Charlotte. It's it's hundred percent Charlotte. There's speculation that no, it but is, I can that, smell a, I can smell it coming, can't you? I mean, she's been gone for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it should be Charlotte. I saw yeah. a lot of speculation that it might be Becky. People are also speculating Sasha because it's in Boston. Ooh. So mm. I, I mean, let me manage. Dip, I feel dip, comfortable saying a four horsewoman is going to show up. Uh, dip, would you go as far as saying is it? Could you say that? Could you say that Sasha Banks showing up would be something? No, <laughs> I can't. I, you're you're <laughs> ridiculous. At this point, I don't think Sasha Banks showing up is something. I, I can't believe it. I think it's I think it's something adjacent. Something adjacent. Same with so same with any of these returns. You think they're all something adjacent? I do. I do. I don't think Becky returning necessarily is anything because it hasn't been that long, in my opinion. No, Maybe it, it has, but it doesn't. She just she's since such I'm a, a slam, prominent so. like. It's been SummerSlam? All right. Yeah. So I guess it's been a while. It has been a while, though. Three or four months. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I think that um, Becky, coming, Becky coming back is something adjacent-esque. And Charlotte and Sasha Banks coming back is something adjacent. What if their, what if their fifth team member is Dr. Britt Baker, DMD? Something plus. Something plus. Wow. wow. Oh, okay. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be expecting that. Um I would be excited yeah. if it was Charlotte, but I'll tell you this. That that TBD changes everything. Because without the TBD guys, I think this is a great spot for damage control to win. I really yeah, agreed. do. But if that TBD turns out to be one of the, the the people we just mentioned, it seems like it puts the good guys over the top. Although yeah. We've never gotten a, pr a proper Bianca Charlotte story. So what if Charlotte is the fifth member? It doesn't work out, and it starts a little rift to get a story going with Charlotte and Bianca. I could see that happening. I could see that happening as well. And I think I think that would be something. I mean, in Dip's defense, us speculating in our minds, right? You know, we'd say the names, and what I envision, it's awesome. So to me, it would be something. But until they execute it, Dip can't really say it's going to be something because then if no. it turns out yes, to not yes. be something. He then. could call us. There's a world in which he would say it's not something, but then he watches it and calls and goes, you know what? It was something. That yeah. can't happen. Yeah. 
It happens often. <laughs> so he doesn't think it can happen. <laughs> um, are we going to see skepticism galore? Are we going to see um, Bray Wyatt on this card? I guess not. Although it could happen Friday. You think we'll get just a Bray L.A. Night match? Yeah, you're right. They could announce something on Friday. I think it should. it's only five it matches so far, guys. Because let, let's face it, they have to announce TBD. So War Games announcements are coming on Friday. Correct. So, all right, picks. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just go with Damage Control. I'm gonna go with Damage Control. I also. would say that's probably accurate. I think I think I think it is Charlotte who, who returns. I think you have a great spot for Charlotte, and it makes her re- look really, really strong. And then at the end of the day, you know, damage control pulls out the win. That's my guess. Yep, I think we're all on the same page. Um, all right, the men's war game match: the Brawlin' Brutes, which is of course Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch, will be joined. Wait for it by Drew McIntyre. And Kevin Owens, they will go up against the bloodline, which is Roman, Solo, Sammy, and the Usos. Very excited about this. Um, I, I'm deciding whether or not I'll like the Brawling Brutes as good guys or not, because it feels like that's where we're going. Um, I mean, we're there, right? They are the good guys. Yeah, we're there. I, now, listen, uh, Dip, obviously you asked me to choose. I would have much preferred Drew McIntyre become a bad guy than the Brawling Brutes become good guys. What say you? I couldn't agree more. And I'm not I'm not in love with the way this one was handled, to be honest. But I just don't know why they need to force was was every war games five on five or was it ever four on four? Um there was wasn't there four on four in NXT? Yep, there were four on four in NXT. Um, the first one was five on five, um, but even still, they did some three on three. So they've they've played with the with the numbers quite a bit. Wow, I'm I'm shocked by the number. You know what number War Games matches all time this is, uh, Dip? What? What would you guess? What number? War Games match, do you think this would be all time? 20. 40 and 41. Really? Uh, Now listen, it should be noted, this is major, this is a major asterisk. The Uh, house shells? Yeah, going back to the 80s, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 were on house shows. Oh yeah, they took that on the road. <laughs> Let's be honest. Fourteen. So they had it's to. Real, so there have been twenty six that anyone's seen. This this will be that. Um, yeah. Um, I I, uh, I think there's a chance that Rob Fee and I are getting together to watch the original War Games, uh, the 1987 original original, the first one in July of of uh, of 1987, which is one of my favorite matches of all time, and one of the greatest wrestling matches of all time, and one of the most exciting things to watch from that era. Confirmed. Um, well, shout out so. to shout out to the great Rob Fee. The Great American Bash was, of course, in Atlanta, July fourth, eighty seven. That's where we saw it for the first time. Um, guys, I, I think this is a spot for the Bloodline to lose. That's what I'm I'm feeling like. You can't get wins on these guys anywhere. Isn't this a place to get a win against the Bloodline and also start to sow the seeds? of issues between Sammy and the bloodline. I'll start with you, SGG. Thoughts? It it absolutely is, right? Um, it, it absolutely is, because even as we saw on Friday, KO and Sammy, there was some hesitation there. Now, we know that hesitation is not on KO's part. We've seen KO put the pause on Sammy many times, including his very first day on the job. So that hesitation is all coming from Sammy. And then we saw on Friday again, that Roman was the one who ended up paying the price for that hesitation. Roman was the one that ended up eating a stunner when KO could have been dealt with by Sammy long before that. So I expect to see that play out on a, an even bigger stage with even bigger consequences for Sammy and the rest of the bloodline at War Games this Saturday. Uh, I'll go to you, Dipperstein. What say you? Mm, I don't think that they lose. I think that the bloodline does pull off a win again, but I do agree that they will begin to 
drift apart in this. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you'll see the first stages of of the armor cracking um, for the bloodline um, in this match. You're sensing drift apart. I'm sensing a drift. I'm sensing a drift. Uh, big so yeah, we're 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 all on generally the the same page here. Yeah. All right, let's keep it moving and go to Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi, which I know Dip has told me specifically this is the match he is. Mo- this is the Dipperstein match of the night. <laughs> what if it turns out to be the case? That, that would be Mage. By the way, that would be Mage. I'd be so excited. You know, I'm I'm, I'm ready to like give Shotzi a real chance. You know, um, I I. You know, kind of poo-pooed it in the beginning, and I, I didn't love the, the gimmick. I didn't really wasn't sure what the gimmick was, um, but uh, I'm ready for Shotzi to beat Ronda Rousey in this match. Wow! Wow! I'm I'm ready for Shotzi to beat Ronda Rousey. Um, you know, come hell or high water, um, and and become the Shotzi we all know that she can be. What are your teas? Uh, well, I'm shocked more by your take than anything that I think Shotzi can do in this match. I think Shotzi's going to get completely run over. But what does I, that do, though? I mean, Shotzi gets run over; it's over for Shotzi. This is it. This is the final shot for Shotzi. Pun intended. <laughs> this is our final Shotzi. You know, I mean, what? I mean, it's the final Shotzi. Don't you think? I mean, what, she gets crushed. She gets a, it's a squash match with Ronda Rousey. Where does Shotzi go from here? She had a Shotzi's. She had her Shotzi and she blew it, is what you'd be saying. Yeah. I, I would, yes. I mean, she's had a few Shotzi's. Um, I just don't, you know, I, do. I mean, and then what, what happens then? I, she, she has the Shotzi to associate herself with somebody else who can, who can get, get her a new Shotzi. Maybe, as a, maybe a tag team Shotzi. That's what oh, she needs to go. Oh, are you talking about a tag team on there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Um, I'm going to go with Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I'm going with Ronda Rousey too. Uh, Can I interject for one second? Just because I, you know, I'm, I'm a special guest today. There you are. Um, <laughs> Very special. So, um, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> go ahead. So, have you guys? Were you guys CC'd? On a CC, I'm, I'm so I'm so I'm such a Hollywood an agent d- that I do nozzle. Yeah. So have you have you seen the video that we the TikTok video that we were all um, uh, tagged it with with the guy running talking about how how we hate exercise? Wait, wait no, run, running talking about what? So a guy a, a, a peckerhead um, did a TikTok video with the audio of, of you and I, uh, talking a few and at UG talking a couple of weeks ago about how we'd rather, we'd, I don't go in the ocean. I don't rollerblade. I don't run. If, it, if I, we were running anywhere, it would be because of our lives, our lives are in danger. And yeah. like the guy made a TikTok <laughs> video about it while he was running. <laughs> no, how do I didn't see this. <laughs> no. Okay. I just watched it. I, you guys have to see this. It's Can very you, funny. Okay. Anyway, shout out to any chance shout out to the guy. Any chance you're capable of copying that link and sending it to us? Um, I think go to my Instagram and look and 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 the things that I've been tagged on, like the, the other page. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the first one. It's very funny. I, I'm looking to see if I'm tagged. I do see. I don't. I don't think I was tagged in this. I'm gonna look at yours. So let's see. You see it? It's very funny. Let's hope. Oh, I, I wasn't tagged in it, but you and you and Dip were tagged in it. I'm tagged. Why don't I see it? I don't know. All right, let's see. Know. Here we go. Let's see. I hate running. I think running is the most repugnant exercise in the business. Uh, again, again, nobody I likes running, running. Running in the same category as rollerblading and going in the ocean. Never doing it. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I, oh, I, I have to really. My life would have to be truly <laughs> in true danger for true me danger. to be running. By the way, the guy, it looks miserable, too. He's yeah, running he's, either late at night or very early in the morning. Ugh. Sums up exactly how I feel. Um, all right. Uh, let's let's anyway, finish. Let's finish with this card. I digress. Yeah, it's quite all right. Um, AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. Of course, AJ will be joined by the OC. Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, um, and Meachin. She'll be there as well. And uh, Finn will be joined by the Judgment Day, Damian, Dominic, and Rhea. By the way, what an easy spot to have done some sort of Survivor Series match. No war games, just a straight Survivor Series match. Yeah. Kind of a no-brainer. Honestly, I, 
It is interesting that there's not a single, even even on the years when they had one sort of throwaway Survivor Series match, at least they tried to keep the theme, but this is just straight up no Survivor Series match at all on this card. Yeah, I mean, the war games serve as the Survivor Series matches. No, no, of course. I don't think that's fair. Uh, no, no, I, I agree. It does ca- it, that it serves as it, but I wouldn't have mind one traditional. Um, you guys have of a course. you guys have a pick here. I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Finn. I am too. It's it's hard for me to bet against the Judgment Day, especially you, you know. Yeah, it, I, I don't know how it can how it can be done. So I'm picking Finn. You couldn't do it with a clear conscience, certainly. No, not at all. I agree. Um, now a man who came into the K Show last Friday for our 20th anniversary and was absolutely awesome. I recommend you go find the podcast. It is. Uh, last Friday's episode of the K Show, Seth freaking Rollins, who is your United States champion, up against Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory in a triple threat match for that U.S. championship. As it's known, Seth, um, championship. I haven't heard that in a while. I know he's played it earlier. Championship. Yeah, I gotta go, Seth. Right? I, I feel it feels hard to believe that they would take the title off of him, especially when he he just turned babyface. He he's hasn't let go of that ridiculous laugh yet, but he's he is still a babyface, and I feel like this is the perfect opportunity for them to set him up with some type of adversity to to keep rising. Although Austin Theory sneaking away with the belt is an intriguing thought. I just don't see the, the the logic behind it. I'm trying to picture it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Tipperstein is so deep in email right now. Let's be honest. Yeah. He's, are you already back? You're typing and typing. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I, my knee. I, I, I have a new ailment. My knee. Oh, ailment. congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. A new ailment um, for Dim. His head, shoulders, knees, and toes. I have a new <laughs> uh, <laughs> My uh, my knee is not functioning today. My left knee. Oh. Um, it's been a couple of days now. I'm not sure what's going on. Right above the right above the kneecap. Mm. Um, uh, any uh, medical recommendations from any peckerheads? I, I you know I, I think it's uh, a tendon is being pulled on. Okay. I'm having trouble walking up and down steps. Not what you want. Thank you. Um, all right, Dip. Good luck with all that. We do wish you the best. <laughs> Yeah, and so I'm sorry. Survivor Series is this Sunday? It's this Saturday. It's this Saturday, exclusively this Saturday. on Peacock. This Saturday, yeah, it's, uh-huh. it's exclusively uh-huh. on Peacock. Uh, by the way, I'll, I'll be doing the kickoff show beforehand. Also exclusively on Peacock, right? Or you, oh, no, 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 not yeah, exclusively kick, as well. You have to kick it off. I'm kicking it off. It's not exclusively on TikTok, uh, on a uh, what's it called? Peacock. It's on Peacock. It's on YouTube. It's on Twitch. It's all those all those places. You're very good at the kicking off. Oh, I'm kicking and kicking. All right, Dip. We appreciate oh, yeah. you making time, even in this half-assed form. It's better than no time whatsoever. Uh, well, listen, you guys are a great guy. Yep. You are also a great guy. You are a great guy as well. And I, I wish you all the very best in your future endeavors. <laughs> no. Whoa. Oh, no. We just got future endeavored. All right. Bye, Dip. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Oh, yeah. You too. There he is, Dipperstein. And now, SGG, I look up at the clock, and I'm, I totally forgot about my haircut appointment. Gotta go. It's that time. Gotta go. Coolio means getting too hot. <laughs> um, so our apologies to Matt Damon and uh, all of our other guests. Christian Slater also was lined up. Not going to be able to go to you guys. Sorry. I got to go get a cut. Um mailbag rosenberg beats at gmail.com that's right um again apologies on the t-shirt um we will i look forward to checking the emails and seeing what ideas people come up with even if you can't design it if you have an awesome idea feel free to send it through and like i said stay tuned to the ringer wrestling show feed next week when you will get an exciting announcement about the podcast and the wrestling feed so we'll give you that next week SUG, we got a dip. Uh, all due respect to the Black Power rankings and the mailbag. We we've done too much. We've said it all. We have. We we gave them an exclusive from from the major Dipperstein though. So I think <laughs> <laughs> you guys already got an exclusive interview from one of the hosts of the show. 
<laughs> when he said he's a special guest this week, I started. <laughs> yeah. You got our very special guest, one of the hosts. Anyways, everyone, have a wonderful holiday. We, I, I swear to you, I'm not kidding. When it comes to cheap heat, it is something that I am thankful for on Thanksgiving. Thankful for all you guys who are like Same. the coolest supporters in uh, my universe. So we appreciate you. And they SGG, really are. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving with Crystal and the countless relatives you see in New York over the weekend. Yeah, and P, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving as well. And uh, why don't you play us out with this year's Thanksgiving anthem? Wow, the, that's a great... From the king of Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. And miss the, the, sorry, DJ Drama, I'm Mr. Thanksgiving. And also, happy Thanksgiving going out to uh, Troy and his many, many women. Ain't this what I've been waiting for? to pray for times like this to dine like this so i had to cook like that serve wine like this and i had to work hard on mom's apple crisp and i went to the store to buy cheese puffs and grits